Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. End of season seven. Yeah, we're closing it out. Seven seasons in heaven. We're coming in under the wire here, Matt, just a few days before Christmas. It's close. It's going to be nip and tuck here at the end here. <laughs> we got to get this out because Santa's going to listen. I mean, he's got to have something to listen to yeah. when he's delivering all, the, all them toys. <laughs> <laughs> and we know he's a big fan. Yeah. I mean, because I've gotten gifts the last several years, so apparently I'm doing something nice. That's right. Today is particularly exciting as we close out our season with our listener's choice. Yes. Matt, can you give listeners and me, really, a download <laughs> of how the competition Oh, went? man. First of all, thanks to everyone who contributed, submitted albums, and this year we did it a little bit differently. We kind of doubled down on a couple of very popular segments here at Finest Work Songs. So in addition to it just being our listener's choice epipod, so the opportunity for the, the Finest Work fans to pick the album that we will discuss on the end of the season, we also asked you all to pick a lyric or some lyrics from that album as a, a senior quote. So if you're you're new to Finest Work Songs, we do a little segment called Senior Quote where we each choose a lyric from the, the album we're talking about and, and say that's what we would, that would be the kind of lyric we would potentially put underneath our senior photo in our yearbook. Lots of creativity with that one. Got a lot of submissions. And so we had to almost do, once again, a March Madness style bracket. World Cup style. World Cup, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. World Cup style with lots of, you know, backdoor shenanigans. Wait, backroom shenanigans and some payola going on, probably, you know, legit kind of stuff. But in the end, a ton of great albums submitted and just lots of interest. So we're always grateful to the listeners for getting so involved and getting so engaged with our listener's choice. I think it's always interesting this time of year when we do a listener's choice because inevitably members of the hip family rise to the top. They rise to the occasion. This year, it ended up coming down to Kyle Hip with his suggestion of Dave Matthews Band's Busted Stuff up against his sister, Katie Hip, and her submission of Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I wonder, is there a lot of like Christmas dinner tension? Thanksgiving what? must have been rough. Oh, man. I wonder if they even like talk to one another. Yeah. Or if this is how they get out their frustration and family emotional angst and all that and maybe they work it all out that way i think in the end it was about a 51 percent to 49 percent dang win for kyle hip and dave matthews bands busted stuff Even though Kyle was the winner, we're just so amazed at the engagement from all the Finest Work fans who contributed, who voted, who complained about certain albums being in the running. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just all, we love all that so much. Especially this time of year when the tree is up, we're getting yeah. ready for Christmas, and then sitting there listening to Dave Matthews. Yeah, that's, that's... nonstop. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. It's been a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> Your kids are like... Dad, we want to listen to Christmas music. You're like, we can't. No. We've got to listen to busted stuff. I have a job to do. <laughs> a hobby job. <laughs> I have a hob to do. Why don't they call it a hob? I like that. A hob. Or jobby. Speaking of fans, Matt. Yeah. We get emails from time to time. Sure. We'll get an email from somebody, usually 
in response to a podcast. Mm -hmm. We like to read some of these here on Finest Work Songs. It's a little segment we call Kenny Gmail. Our first Kenny Gmail, Matt, comes from Corazon. Oh. Corazon writes, CBD relax bears are for what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. CBD relax bears? Yeah. Now, I've heard about this movie coming out, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear? Yeah. It's apparently based on a true story from the 80s of a like a bear that got into some cocaine. What? And went nuts. He went out and bought like a He bought a Ferrari. Porsche. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> But, you know, and, a, and a, like a like a sport coat and rolled yeah, the sleeves Don up. Johnson. Yeah, yep. I've had a CBD bear and a cocaine bear. I have two completely different experiences. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> CBD bears. Like I'm hibernating early this year. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's funny that it's like CBD relax bears are for what? <laughs> I okay. mean, I think it's CBD in the name. gives you a clue. Relax gives you another clue. <laughs> now the bears. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's irrelevant. Our next Kenny Gmail comes from. Hair Styles. Oh. I don't know about those parents, man. If your last name is Styles <laughs> and you name your kid Hair. What about Harry Styles? See? Oh. Look what happened to him. Yeah, that's true. That's, is that his real point. name? Harry Styles? That's a good question. He can't look can't. and sing and dance like that and his last name be Styles. That's like a butler named Jeeves. <laughs> his full name is Harry Edward Styles. Huh. Okay. Hair Styles. No relation. Amazing. This blog looks just like my old one. It's on an entirely different topic, <laughs> but it has pretty much the same page layout and design. Yeah. Superb choice of colors. Yeah. Oh, that's a little passive aggressive coming at us there. I mean, it really is. Like, thanks for stealing my style. It looks great, by the way. Yeah, this is the I, best I, looking site I've ever seen because I designed it. I totally it. know what, what I'm doing here. I don't think we stole our site, did we? I don't think we did either. We thank you for all the sincere, heartfelt kenny gmails that we get because of your kindness santa's gonna leave you some cbd relax bears in your stocking <laughs> matt our daughters were hanging out recently that's yeah. right your daughter celebrated her 16th she turned birthday. 16 a couple weeks ago yeah so very exciting time in our household she got to have a little get together have some close friends come by yeah which was a really nice time so thank you for letting mc previous guest of the show that's right mc come to the little get together there yeah it was nice for for everybody including your bird oh yeah kiwi for the record kiwi is not my bird okay it's, it's my other daughter Britain's See, you bird. always do that because you know that i'm gonna come at kiwi <laughs> and then when you say it's sweet britons i'm like oh, i can't come at kiwi <laughs> it's fine she knows yeah so apparently this bird attacked my daughter is i wouldn't right? say it attacked your daughter how would you describe it kiwi uninvited flew onto her head okay what the bird do? I didn't see what happened, so it was all okay. secondhand news. Whatever. Yeah, just like that great Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, Lindsay has a she has a beautiful. Voice. <laughs> so man, she's she's and Stevie man, she can, yeah. he can play that guitar. Stevie Ray Nicks man, <laughs> that never gets old. But I did I did hear screaming and squealing. Mm -hmm. uh, I was upstairs and this was all happening downstairs. From what I understand, MC was extremely calm, handled it with pure grace and patience, and apparently did not even like react in the least yeah. bit handled it like a champ she's like a sniper and a <laughs> mosquito lands on its nose and it does not even move doesn't even move what if um, she just ripped it off her head and threw it across the room you know oh my God, turns the party into like just this really awkward thing <laughs> i mean are we surprised that of all the people that were there that kiwi decided to target a stevens that's it he knew he's heard me every time i call you that bird goes to town 
He's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Matt? Here I go. I mean, at this point, I mean, we could label Kiwi previous guest because he's been on. Yeah, so multiple times. times. Yeah. <laughs> Four-time guest, <laughs> Kiwi. I'm glad it was okay. I mean, Kiwi, in his essence, he's a wild animal. So, you know, there have been times where he will just fly over and decide to take a chunk of skin out of a, a hand oh or something. Gosh. Just. Yeah, just because it's it's a bird. It, like bird's so, gonna bird, man. Bird, bird's gonna bird. All I right. mean, the strong little beak that so, little tiny eight ounce bird has. He could do whatever he wants. Yep. And you just go. He's an animal. <laughs> I'm glad it turned out okay. She's fine. We found a counselor. And yeah. She's working through it. Yeah. Just send me the bill. All right. Well, listeners, we always like to begin with our memories. So, Matt, what is your memory of Dave Matthews Band busted stuff? I don't know if I've told you about all the jobs. I've had through the years. The worst job was I worked for this huge, soulless, heartless tech corporation. Mm. And and it was just a terrible job. I hated it. I would get to work. I'd sit in the car in the parking lot, like just dreading, not wanting to go in. I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like you know, the work we did. My boss was kind of this you know passive aggressive guy who always tried to act like he was your friend, but then he'd make you do terrible things or work overtime. It was the worst. And it was a really low point in my life. I was pretty sure my girlfriend at the time was was cheating on me. I was just really having a rough time. I did find some solace in a couple of like kindred spirits at work that we were good friends. I mean, it's been a while, so I I struggle to remember their names. We haven't seen each other in a while. One, I think one was Amir. The other guy had a name, kind of like a famous pop singer, which Uh he hated. I think it was Mark Cohn. (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? Not a... Wait, who'd you say? Uh, Amir, and I think the other guy, he had a name like a, a famous pop singer, which uh-huh. he hated. I think it was uh, Mark Cohn. <laughs> this Mark Cohn? Yeah, probably. I mean, it wasn't him. This guy had the same name. Okay. Uh, like that. Yeah. I just heard somebody take us to the Cone Zone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the three of us just hated our jobs. And it really came to a head when the company brought in some consultants. They came under the guise that they were there to just kind of learn what we did and they wanted to make things better. But we, we really knew that what they were really coming in to do was to cut costs they were mm-hmm. looking for fat they could trim so we're all stressed you know again job sucks life kind of stinks At some point we just lose it and the three of us take this printer that we're just it won't work right it never works right we we take it out into a field we get some baseball what? bats and just go to town on this printer this is company property man. yeah hey hey you know this is the 90s early 2000s like all bets are off at that point Golly. And, i mean we just destroy that thing at the end of it i look at it like man look at all that busted stuff and oh. and amir goes booyah <laughs> speaking of busted stuff have you heard that album busted stuff by charlottesville virginia band dave matthews band oh, okay and i was like whoa no i've heard a lot of their other stuff but i, I haven't heard this one he's like bro you gotta check this out it's so good okay so, yeah I'm glad you're not in that job anymore. Oh, actually, I still am. Oh. I'm still there. 30 years later, still the same Wow. Time. Oh. At least out of that miserable work experience, you got to hear a new album. It's funny how life happens like that. In some of the darkest times, you really can be a, be a little glimmer of hope in the form of, of music. Speaking of music, let's jump in. <laughs> We're going to begin with the title track, Busted Stuff. Stone, the 
gathers no mouths Believe a trail of busted stuff Your nose is gonna leave my broken heart behind her I take what she's given Dave got himself a wah pedal, I hear. He did. Wow, wow. I mean, we talked about how dumb wah pedals are. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like Rage Against the Machine or something, yeah, <laughs> you right. have a purpose for it. He's doing with the wah pedal the exact thing that you or I would do with the wah yeah, pedal. Just hit a chord and go backwards and forth. Backwards and forth. Yeah, with really the quick. rhythm. It really sounds quick. terrible. So this album came out in, I think, 2002. So we're you know, 20 years out from this album coming out. I'd been married for a year. Charity and I were living in a little townhouse in West Raleigh and, you know, four kids and, and all that. I thought you said four kids. Four, four I was kids. like, what? Four kids, yeah. You yeah. have three now. <laughs> uh, you have four adult children somewhere. <laughs> you got a secret family, don't you? I wish. <laughs> the first time we talked about Under the Table and Dreaming, like when we were in college, it, it was everything. Yeah. You know, it was massive. And when that album came out, I would walk to class and you'd hear it playing out of like every dorm. It was particularly like a college feel of a band and of an album. Fast forward four or five years. By this point, I've probably been to eight to 10 Dave Matthews Band concerts and done the deep dive into like every album up to that point yeah pretty much all in on, on dave matthews band at this point and this album is kind of like a jumping off point for dave matthews band partly because jumping the shark cliff. i'm not gonna say that but like at this point i'm getting exhausted at dave matthews band concerts yeah because it's two and a half hours and six songs yeah right when you're in college and you're first seeing it you're like Oh man, this jamming is awesome. So good. At this point, they've got such a deep catalog. It's like, man, I don't want to hear All on the Watchtower again for for 35 minutes. Oh my gosh, please no. I say all that to say, this is probably the last Dave Matthews Band album that I remember really listening to this album a lot. The reason I say jumping off point, I don't know if I've bought a, a Dave Matthews Band album since this one. They start to get a little bit too jazzy they get a little bit too overproduced this one's kind of a stripped down album for mm-hmm. them so it's a little bit more of a true sense of the matthews band so that's kind of a sense of my history with this album up to this point okay first time i've heard it why is that oh well again as we discussed on our first day why did y'all want us to talk about dave matthews band again that's that's, that's, that's what i want to know <laughs> kyle <laughs> Was he trying to change my mind? Or was he like, yeah. ha ha, I'm going to make Matt listen to Dave Matthews Band <laughs> over Christmas? Or what? Leading up to this, I was like, is he having a go at me? Is this like him messing around with me? What What's expected we, here? We, we've talked about this in previous ones. It's like there's several trains of thought with the listener's choice. Yeah. It's either like, ha ha, I want you guys to talk about NSYNC's first album. Yep. And that'll be funny. And Jordan it's kind of like, so good. yeah, we're pulling one over on you. I think that was kind of... Honestly, our intent, thinking... That's oh, what I thought y'all would do. This would be funny. Like, they'll kind. make us do like you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks or, or Cher or something, and it'll be funny. But then there's this other school of thought, which continues to perplex like, like me. Like Katie Hip with Cage the Elephant. Here's a band. I don't know if you've heard them. I, I really, really want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. And so I appreciate that. That was great. I'm flattered. Now I hear Cage the Elephant all around town. Yeah. 
and I have a deeper appreciation yeah, exactly. for it. Exactly. It's benefited us, but it, it is funny that 99.9% positive Kyle listened to our first day Matthew's band <laughs> and still <laughs> All right. submitted us. So anyway. That I will just <laughs> big in the day Matthew's band, mm-hmm. then not so much and felt like it didn't hold up for me. Right. You know. Right. But I was curious, this album. Right. Because I don't know anything after what these crowded streets or before these crowded yeah. streets. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything after that. So I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, when I turn it on and the first thing I hear is this. Are they, is this playing at full speed? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It is an odd like album opener. Yeah. It's so, it's so mellow. It's sleepy. It's, it is sleepy. It almost sounds like mailing it in uh. to me. And that's interesting because then, and, oh, Kyle, you got me so good because when I started doing any research at all, I found out that I not only have to listen to busted stuff, I have to go back and listen to the Lily White sessions. <laughs> Nine of these tracks were written and recorded yeah, with Steve Lily White, with Steve Lily White right. which was never released. Yep. And so then I was like, man, so I've been <laughs> knee deep in DMB <laughs> these days. Gosh, man, I'm worried Kristen's going to get me like a Baja for Christmas or something, a Baja sweatshirt <laughs> or a rain stick. <laughs> now I regret my Christmas gift idea for you. I should have totally gotten you the fire dancer sticker. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, so a little bit of history here. And if I get it wrong, man. Who cares? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Go back to your fan club called The Warehouse. <laughs> All right, you so. I've done your research. Oh, man, I'll play. I'll play with research. Let me see. The first three albums were produced by Steve Lillywhite. They've got a good thing going. When they went into this, it seemed like the record company wanted something different. And the songs, according to Dave, were, he said, they inspired self-pity or pity for the sad bastard that wrote them. I felt like I was in the process of failing, in the process of letting everyone down, in the process of not supplying the band with songs nor giving the producer the music, not giving the record company tunes. So inside that environment, I was continuing to do just that, come up with these sad bastard songs. Hmm. So Dave's not in a good spot. Right. They were going to release it in the second half of 2000. Okay. But then they decided to scrap the whole thing, mm-hmm. and they did a tour without an album. So during their tour, Dave hooked up with... No. <laughs> Dave met Glenn Ballard, who's a producer for Alanis Morissette mm-hmm. and others, and they wrote an entire album together before the rest of the band had joined. Jeez. Look back to Dave being primary songwriter, but coming in and the band writing songs together, and now you've got him with a an interloper carpetbagger coming down to Charlottesville, <laughs> and that album that they put out is called Every Day. Mm-hmm. This is so funny, Matt. Think about a band like Dave Matthews. They've got a cult-like following. Yeah. You could find every set list from every show ever. Oh, yeah. You know, so their fandom is legion. Yep. Yep. So if you want to know how fans feel about the Everyday album, yeah. just go to the Wikipedia page. Oh, really? It has like four sentences on it. They don't even care enough to take the time to get on there and like... And roast it. Yeah. Nope. It's just... It's like it didn't happen. It's like it didn't happen. <laughs> I did not go listen to that because that wasn't in the job description. That's amazing. And so then what happens is in March 2001, there's a... Dave Matthews cover band, and it's called, Matt, you get three guesses. The Warehouse? Nope. Ants Marching? Yep. Really? Yep. So this guy gets <laughs> a CD from an anonymous source. He reaches out to Steve Lillywhite and basically says, am I disrespecting you and the band if I put this out there? You know, this is 2001. This is, this is a guy from the, the cover band? Yeah. Ants Marching? The lead singer. Okay. For some reason, the lead singer of a cover band got the band's... 
recording. Oh, and this wow. is a, at a time, I think there were only like seven of the discs. So it wasn't online. Yeah. So basically, it's like, can I put this online? Right. He sent the email to Steve Lily White, and then he copied the email into the message oh, board to let everyone know what's going on. And then he received, apparently, a fake email from Steve Lillywhite <laughs> that said, sure, go ahead and release this all over the internet. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Nigerian prints much? Yeah, right. Because, like, someone on the message board was like, oh, all you're waiting for is an email from Steve Lillywhite? Great. <laughs> yeah. And they came up with a fake... Done. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Steve Lillywhite at Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> I produce DMB at AOL.com. Fired answer at AOL.com. Then they went to the studio and re-recorded the album, mm -hmm. and that's what became Busted Stuff. Right. So you can't listen to Busted Stuff without going to the Lily White sessions right. and doing an A-B yes, to compare. Yes, that's right. Maybe the most remarkable thing about that is, I mean, the Dave Matthews Band's been together how long at this point? Like but, 10 years at that point? Yeah, which is, which is a good amount of time, but like the fact that there's already DMB cover bands Speaks, right. speaks to the, the pull that they had on, especially like college age kids. I texted you the other night. I was at a bar with mm -hmm. some friends meeting out for the holidays. And there's a guy over there on an acoustic guitar. And he's doing Dave Matthews band songs. Of course. Part of that is accessibility. You can be like a white college guy with an acoustic guitar and try and play some Dave Matthews songs. And hey, you're golden. You've got a standing gig. <laughs> At that bar. Especially from 1997 to 2005, you're good. And apparently yeah. still today. I hadn't thought about that. The fact that they had a, a legitimate cover band. Right. We should start a cover band <laughs> of like just a college band that's just getting started. They play one show. We go to the show. We record it. And we go learn all their songs and play. And we, and we like follow them around and play after they play. And we just change one letter of their name. <laughs> R-E-N. <laughs> The one last part about the song Busted Stuff, oh, yeah. which I know you're going to love, I believe the end of the song has a saxophone fade out, because I know you love a good saxophone part. Oh, and the wah. It's all your favorite things. And Dave mumbling in the background. <laughs> Scatting and mumbling. I'll save my comments about Leroy. <laughs> okay. Matt, every day is included in their essential albums on Apple Music. I feel like fans are up in arms about they, that. They can't be happy about that. The other three are Before These Crowded Streets, Crash, and Under the Table and Dreaming. Really? Yeah. And then Every Day. That's interesting because a lot of the things I've read leading up to this, there's a fair segment of fans who actually have busted stuff in their top three. Yeah. When I was on some, some nerd board, sorry, some... <laughs> wiki boards <laughs> some fan boards yeah i saw a few yeah. people but they were defending it right yeah, like yeah no one puts crash on their top three list and has to defend it yeah yeah so that's yeah, that's yeah. kind of the sure the, and a lot of the chatter was busted stuff versus lily white versions yeah we're gonna move on to the next track and then let's do a little a b okay Gray Street 
feels so dragging it kind of does doesn't it yeah my first reaction to the album with these first two tracks was this is dragging right and it feels like they're mailing it in mm. it did i did not feel a fervor behind right because that's what's great about them is when they come in together and that's the mm-hmm. live show right it's like when you take a band who is so tight live and then you make them record each little part mm. and then i got you and it just feels kind of stale this song in particular kind of gives me almost more of a remember two things feel to it, okay. which is their, you know, their first EP album. What part of it? I, I think it's just them all playing the same part. It doesn't sound necessarily live, but it also doesn't sound good. I, <laughs> I don't get the sense that it's like this song gives me more of a early day Matthews band feel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to the Lily White session version of Gray Street. Not super different, but no. it does feel a little more forward-leaning. Yeah, I can see that. A pop to it. A little more pep in the step. Man, I think you said pep in the step on every episode we've done this season. <laughs> Have I? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Season seven, pep I'm in the step. I'm such an old man at this point. Oh, you got your sayings. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Matt, we've talked about this before. Dave's lyrics. Yeah. When we were in college, oh, they boy. felt so deep. Oh, man. But he has not, in my opinion, has not really evolved. You could again see the psychology 101 class and some kids and they're like oh man what if like everything was so bad that all the colors just mixed together to gray (laughs) one other thing about gray street in particular i've mentioned before that there are some songs that there are sounds that are in the song that like i just can't not here anymore this definitely has one of them it's in the chorus there's a tinkering on the top of the symbol that's omnipresent that's all i hear i can't unhear it 
Carter hitting the bell on the ride. And he's also telling Stefan, it's time to come in. It's snack time, little buddy. <laughs> Stefan? Yeah. <laughs> I've got your... your uh, Sunny D. Your Sunny D. Some chicken and a biscuit crackers. <laughs> oh, man. I used to love some chicken and a biscuit crackers. Yeah, man. Crackers. It's legit. Listeners, that in our first Dave Matthews Band epipod, yes. we noted the age difference between yes. Carter and Stefan and turned into a significant a rolling bit where carter's basically his father figure (laughs) (laughs) let's keep moving on this wonderful roller coaster on the album cover that's stefan sitting on the sidewalk it's front and center they were like hey we got to do a photo shoot and he's like dad i got an appointment to take my senior photo and they're like hey let's do both at one stefan you get to be in the front that's a senior picture it was probably like all right stefan we need to go shopping. We need to get you some new pants. And he's like, no, I'm not moving. So he just sits down on the sidewalk. <laughs> and they take the shot. Take a photo. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. And at this point, he's probably like 30. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's still funny. Here's the next track. Where are you going? He's singing to a horse. Long face. Like an ocean that you can't see, but you can smell, and the sound of waves crash down. I am no superman. I have no reasons for you. I am no hero. Oh, that's for sure. But I do know one thing. Matt, this song has two musical elements that date it to the early 2000s. One is the Ebo. Yeah. We'll play it again. And there's it's an unwavering note. Yeah. So there's no attack or anything. Ebo is you put it over top of the string and electromagnetic, mm-hmm. it makes the string vibrate. So you're yeah. not picking the string. You're just choosing the notes with your left hand if you're a right-hand guitar. It's kind of a drony note and it goes throughout. So that's one. Okay. And then the other one is in your left ear, if it's coming out in stereo, the two high notes that he just plays. We used to do those things. Yeah. Like those are early 2000s tricks. So Dave's playing electric because they didn't bring in this isn't Tim Reynolds on this. Right. This is only the band. Only the band. It's the only only album they've done, I think, with no outside guests at all. And Dave's playing is pretty elementary on the electric Mm -hmm. with those things. Those are things, like I said, those are just kind of tricks. Yeah. And this was a pretty big hit. Well, Mr. Deeds. Yes, of course. I haven't seen Mr. Deeds. I've never seen Mr. Deeds. If you look up anything on the song, it's all about Mr. Deeds. That's when he was doing that same bit in like every movie. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just the disheveled and guy. i was here for it <laughs> yeah. god i loved it mr casual but this is one of the songs that was not on the lily white sessions correct yeah that's yeah. right maybe they wrote this one as a band i don't know yeah again i obviously have a much deeper history with this album 
than you have. But I've, I've not really thought about the speed of these songs until now. I mean, we're but three, four songs in, they're all pretty slow and mellow. Listening to it at the time, that was not like a turnoff to me. I remember thinking the opening track was kind of an odd album opener because it's it's not yeah peppy. That's it, does, right. it does not have a pep in its step, <laughs> if you will. I've not thought about how all three songs are pretty slow. Tell me about these lyrics, Matt. I'm no hero. <laughs> ah, that's for sure. But I do know one thing is where you are is where I belong. What? Is where you are, is where I belong. I mean, there's, there's some structure issues there, but... Man, hey, you need another syllable. Pick a different word. <laughs> I'm not picking a different word. Just throw another word in there. I guess he's I'm saying Matthews. to this other person, you know, where you are, that's where I belong. I mean, he's just... But I do know one thing. <laughs> it should be where you are is where I belong. He sings every time. I do know one thing. Is where you are, is where I belong. Is where you are. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> All right, what's next? Next one to Grace is Gone. See you, Grace. <laughs> Peace. This is Wrangler Country. This is probably one of Charity's favorite Dave Matthews Band songs. Is that like you're giving me a warning? <laughs> no, Tread lightly. No, you can you can do what you want. <laughs> I'm not the boss of you. <laughs> I like this song a lot. It's much more stripped down than a lot of what they were doing this time. I think it's a pretty chorus. It's a little bit more easy to follow lyrically, I think, but it even still has still Dave doing Dave. It's a clever chorus. Excuse me, please, one more drink. Could you make it strong? Because I don't need to think. I mean, that's a country song. He's writing a country song. Yeah, and it's, it starts <laughs> out like a country song. There's definitely some cheesiness. Apparently, it's about his stepdad dying. Mm. But he didn't... He, he I, Something like, again, don't come at me, nerds. <laughs> he didn't feel like he could write it from his mom's perspective. Because uh. that's weird. So he wrote it kind of opposite. Mm. So Grace is gone. She died. So this is one that... I really think they missed in comparison to the Lily White says. Yeah. Take my heart, take my eyes, cause I'll 
Never again they'll fall upon the one I so adore Excuse me, please, one more drink Could you make it strong? Cause I don't need to think she Broke my heart, my grace is gone Another drink and I'll move on That version carries the melancholy that the song has. In the Busted Stuff version, they've got these high harmonies coming in. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like they lift the chorus to push it a little bit towards like a sing-along, oh, which yeah, you know it is. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, okay, that's that. And then when I went and heard the Lily White one, I was like, oh, there's emotion in that. Right. Like that song feels like someone was lost. Right. And this one feels like I'm disconnected from this. I wrote a song yeah. and, and you know that people raise their glass and they sing one more drink <laughs> about the person who's died. And you can definitely it's feel not the- Jimmy Buffett. Thank God. And you know, I mean, it's not a sing-along. Listen to the lyrics. It's about somebody dying. Cold yeah. hand in mine. Yeah. Your cold hand in mine. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Carter, can you play a straight beat? Just play a beat. Yeah. We don't need the ghost notes in every like in every song. Just play a beat, man. You can't, <laughs> he can't. not. I wonder if he's like driving and he's like tapping the steering wheel while he's driving oh, the yeah. music. If he's just hitting the rear view mirror, tapping the dashboard. Like the passenger slapping him in the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just cannot just... How awesome would it be to like make him play along to an ACDC album? He could do it. He's amazing. He's, oh, he could totally do it, but would he? Would he like just explode out of boredom? Not a lot of Boyd on this album. No. I've only listened to the album a few times. Yeah, yeah. And it stood out to me because on Raven, he's got a Boyd solo. Yep. Most of the other times, he's in the background. Mm-hmm. But Leroy is featured more, yep. which I appreciate. And that's what I was going to say earlier. You talked about the saxophone, mm-hmm. and, you know, how much I <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. But Can't honestly... I really enjoy his playing on this album. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. And maybe it was because he's not all up in your face like Boyd. Yeah. You know? Showing off his guns. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> trading solos, you know, it's like, no, it's just let Leroy yeah. be Leroy and Boyd take a nap. So anyway, I actually really enjoy the sax on oh, this good. album. Yeah. We're going to quickly visit the eight and a half minute song that it ends with, but we'll just give you a taste of Bartender. Yeah. theology by brother dave <laughs> jesus was in the ground and then god gave him some wine and he woke up sure I guess. that's yeah. uh, i've been reading free. that yeah sure that's the easter story matt this song for me is the dave matthews band sound you got dave singing kind of low, low you know and then the sort of rolling drums in the background mm-hmm. and the, the low sax yep. um 
Yeah, uh, it, and I don't know for whatever reason it was like him being a little growly. Growly, yep. yeah. He gets growly. He, he kind of yells a little bit. Yeah. And yep. One thing I love with the song is that baritone sax. Yeah. That, that steady, mm-hmm. deep, low saxophone with yep. the song. To me, that's what drives the song. Oh, I agree. I will say this, Kyle. At first, listening to this album, you know, I was like, oh, it's too slow, and mm-hmm. I don't like the writing, and yeah. you know, just had all these comments. But I will say that. It was last night when I was listening. I started to just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was just the Dave Matthews band playing in the background. Right. So I wasn't analyzing it. It yeah. was just playing while I'm making dinner. You got over yourself. <laughs> I got over myself. Yeah. It's a Christmas yeah. miracle. Yeah. I wasn't so judgmental towards yeah. Dave Matthews. I've always loved this song. I think it's a great album closer. Even the fade out is really good because it still keeps that driving low sound going and just it just really drives that song i just think it's a good way to end this album yeah it felt good matt before we jump into things there's been a little tension i found online there's been a little drama Uh-oh. because steve lillywhite is very active on twitter oh okay and has put some passive aggressive comments out over the years okay you know they didn't like his version they scrapped it mm-hmm. and you've been their producer yeah that's a slap it's not like they decided to go with someone else they recorded an album with you and then decided not to put it out. Do it all over again. Yeah, that's salty. <laughs> yeah. And I found out that Stefan is not crazy about him. About Steve Lillywhite? Yeah. Stefan said that Steve Lillywhite introduced the band to someone as Dave's band. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. And that, that really made him mad, which is also like, it's the Dave Matthews <laughs> it's band. It's the Dave Matthews band. Stefan. It's not, I mean, it is Bruce Springsteen and, and the, the E Street, Street band. band. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so then there's thoughts that Stefan is the one who leaked the Lily White uh. sessions. <laughs> and there's some good little threads on there, but nice. here's the favorite one I found. This is January 2019. Steve Lily White about one of their songs or an album, song or album, Come yeah. Tomorrow. He says, I've listened to it, and there was a reason DMB became great. And one of the reasons was Leroy and Boyd. So this album will only ever be three fifths as good as they used to be. That is the power of a great band. So, a little bit backhanded, mm-hmm. but also honoring, honoring at yep. least his version, right? Yeah, right. But Stefan just responded, L-E-R-O-I, like Leroy. Leroy. Because Steve had put Leroy was, with a Y. He spelled his name so wrong. Stefan, he just put in the correct spelling. <laughs> I was like, ooh, he's wow. salty, man. So, yeah, there's some good stuff out there. I'm, I'm assuming they never worked together after the Lily White sessions. I guess not. That's rough. Now's the time, listeners, when we challenge one another. If you had to remove a song, one song off the album, which one would it be? So, Matt, what's uh, oh boy, what's Dave Matthews Band gonna do? Gonna dump thousands of pounds of waste into the river. Their tour bus got in trouble. They dumped like all their like crap into what? the really? river in Chicago. It was like a big thing, like oh, many man. several years ago. Yeah, that's good. So they're gonna <laughs> pull that big old tour bus up to your front yard. And, Drop a load if you don't remove a song. Yeah. So, Matt, which one would it be? I would remove Raven. What you got? What you got in your hand? Father said the son.
That's the Dave Matthews band sound that I don't like is that kind of, I like Dave growling. Yeah. I don't really like angry, salty Dave Matthews. Though. Yeah. And, and this is kind of like uh, on an album that's got not very many upbeat songs anyway. Like this song just does nothing for me. I even remember buying this album and listening to it back in the day. And this would be one I would skip. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. Okay. What about you? What song would you remove? Just one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I Kit Kat Jam. Kit Kat Jam. I'll name alone. Dumb name. The dumb Kit Kat name. Jam. Yeah, so Kit Kat Jam, you're gone. And I love a Kit Kat, but I don't. Sure. I don't want a Kit Kat Jam. You've been in the tour bus too long. If you guys think that's a good name for a song. <laughs> All right, Matt. Now it's time for sleepers. Wake me up before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. These were not released as singles. They're not in the essential playlists. Mm-hmm. They are just flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. They've been asleep. So yeah. Matt, who are you trying to wake up? Yeah, my sleeper. It's kind of um, the name kind of fits because it's a sleepy song. I would say is digging a ditch. Cause I'm digging a ditch where madness gives a bit. Digging a ditch where silence lives. Digging a ditch for when I'm. It fits in that mold of not the same level of like satellite, but it it feels to me in that same type of song. Mm -hmm. I think they're really good at these. Uh, Proudest Monkey has that kind of feel to it from Crash. It's one of those songs I always forget about when I'm listening to this album. Then I get to it. I'm like, this is what I feel like Dave Matthews Band does really well. Very cool. Yeah. All right. And finally, it's time for your senior quote. Your picture's in the yearbook, just like Stefan, this casual <laughs> yearbook picture on the front of this album. And underneath it, you get to put a quote. So Matt, what is your senior quote from Busted Stuff? So I went back and forth on this one. I wanted to go all in on the Dave Matthews philosophy and and all that. So initially, I'm cheating a little bit here because I've got two. Okay. So initially, I wanted to go with from You Never Know with the lines, watching people walking by and wondering why. No one ever stops to talk or thinks about it. They ever did. What if God shuffled by? Ooh. Because that seems like, yeah. Oh, man. What if, what if God shuffled by? Oh, my God. What if God was one of us? That's exactly. <laughs> you ripped that off, Dave. <clears throat> We've heard that Just song Just a slob before. like one of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. In the end, I also went... Okay, I'm going to go with one that would be a little more appropriate to probably where I would have been at this time. So it would be actually from the opening track, Busted Stuff. A rolling stone gathers no moss, leave a trail of busted stuff. Because you're leaving high school, you're like, you're moving on to that next phase. Yeah. I'm just leaving it all behind. I cracked some windows, I messed some stuff up, but I'm moving on. I left my mark. I left my mark. Yeah, okay. Yep. What about you? What's your senior quote? From Big Eyed Fish. You see the little monkey sitting up in his monkey tree. One day, decided to climb down and run off to the city. <laughs> That's me. 
Little monkey's leaving the tree. He loves a monkey. Going off to the big city. Yeah, he does. He loves a monkey uh, visuals. Okay, there you have it, Kyle. We did it. Thank you. Congratulations on winning. Yep. And like I said, this started to grow on me a little bit more than I would have thought. I didn't want to say this at the beginning because I didn't want to color your analysis of this Mm. at all. But this is the last Dave Matthews Band album that I loved. This is one I listened to a lot. I say it was a jumping off point, mainly because I really didn't listen to a whole lot more of them after this, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I had not listened to it in years, going back and listening to it. It's been fun to to revisit it. I will genuinely say thank you, Kyle, for offering up Busted Stuff as our listener's choice. Are you, are you listening right now? Thanks again to all the Finest Work fans for joining us here on Season 7. It's been a lot of fun. Shout out to our one guest we had this year, Kristen King. Thank Captain. You. Captain, thank you for coming on with us. Engage with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Finest Work Songs. Check out our Facebook page. Go to our website, www.finestworksongs.com. And uh, send us some emails, finestworksongs at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read your email on a future Kenny Gmail segment. Kyle did win, but it was pretty close. So we're going to go out today on (laughs) Kelly Clarkson. Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music. Oh, 